if you are investing in real estate and you need short-term return, there are certain types, construction deal or hard money loans. On the passive side, if you're investing just passively, write it out and your goals need to align with the sponsor and make sure that the investment that you're putting your money into is the type of investment that you want. If you're a residential real estate agent earning $200,000 a year and you want to grow your passive income, this show's for you. Learn the secrets other agents use and hear from experts in our field in order to guide you along your journey to investing in assets like apartment communities so that you can turn your commissions into cash flow. I'm Randall DeCleared. Let's go, baby. Hey, welcome back. Happy Friday. I am glad to have you here today. We're going to discuss the top five concerns that passive investors have when investing in syndications and funds. We just launched a crowdfund. And so I'm having a lot of conversations with investors right now. And I thought it'd be helpful for you, if you're an investor, to just hear the top five things that I'm getting from other investors. And if you're a syndicator or a fund manager or aspiring fund manager, these are some things that you may hear if you haven't gone out and started to raise money. So let's dive into it. And I'm going to say the concern, we're going to go through the top five, and then I'm going to give you a reason why you shouldn't be worried so much about it. So let's dive right in. All right. So the first one that I hear quite a bit has been lack of control over the investment decisions. So if you're looking to invest in a fund or syndication and you're not the operator, that is really the whole premise of a fund. The beauty of it is that you're investing with a professional that has done this business or that business, whatever the investment thesis is, a bunch of times, and they know what they're doing so that you can put your dollars to work rather than have to do the physical work yourself. So if that's a big concern of yours, then it's probably not the type of investment that you should be looking at. That said, again, you're investing with professionals who have done it, so you can kind of set it and forget it, right? So that's the reason you shouldn't be concerned. So the second concern or the next concern that I've been hearing a bit lately is a risk in the market fluctuations. So one thing, if you're investing in real estate and especially through a fund, there are a couple of things. Real estate is a long-term investment. So the time horizon on most investments, I would argue, should be long-term. If you're going to buy real estate, you want to buy and hold for the long-term, right? So that is going to ride out any market fluctuations so you can get through any cycle. So it's very hard to time their very bottom or the very high. So if you invest over the long term, then you should be okay, right? Additionally, if you are investing through a fund, the beauty is that you get to invest across or the fund should be investing in a number of assets. So it's not going to be any one asset that is going to be overweighted in that fund. And so it diversifies your investment in this long-term hold period that you're investing in that deal. So again, it should mitigate the risk or the concern of any market fluctuations. All right. The third concern that I've heard is lack of knowing how an investment is performing over time. So usually with these deals, you're investing and your dollars are sitting there and three to five years, maybe seven years, you get the return capital and should be getting your returns or your distributions over time if it's a cash flowing asset that is being invested in. So the concern is like that I've heard is how do I know how my investment is performing? Well, two ways. One, are you getting distributions? And then two, what is the cadence of the communication of this sponsor, right? You should be getting some regular communications about how the investment is performing, not only the asset itself or the assets, depending on what type of investment it is, but also how your specific dollars are performing in that asset. So if you invest $100,000 in something, how is that performed? And so we give regular updates on those, right? So that is the valid concern. Obviously, you want to know how your money is performing. But at any time, you can log in and, and take a look at your investment and see how it's performing. Fourth concern that I've heard is that investing in these funds are illiquid investments, right? That means that you can't just pull money out and go and invest it somewhere else. 
And while that's a valid concern, if you're investing and your goals are aligning with the sponsor, then in most real estate, again, it's a long-term buy-hold type of investment. So if you are looking for short-term pops and you need your money back in three to six months, then these types of investments are not for you. So the only other thing that I would say to that is if you are investing in real estate and you need short-term return on your money, there are certain types, maybe construction deal or something where it's, it's almost like a flip, hard money loans, that sort of thing. If you have the capital that you can place, then you can get in those. Um, a little bit more involved if you're doing those on your own and it's not so passive if you're looking for those short-term returns. However, on the passive side, if you're investing just passively, then yes, write it out and your goals need to align with the sponsor and make sure that the investment that you're putting your money into is the type of investment that you want. All right. The fifth and final concern is the fees and the profit sharing. So a lot of times when you put a fund out or you put a syndication together, there are fees that the sponsor is charging and earning, right? And so some investors are concerned with that. Some people wonder, what are the fees? What are you getting paid? And that's a very valid concern or question, right? But to not put a value to what the sponsor is bringing to the table and saying, yeah, you should get paid for the service. It would not align the investor with the sponsor if that is a problem, right? And while it's true that managers, sponsors get paid, most of the time, it is performance-based pay, or there's a significant portion of their compensation is tied to the performance of that asset, which aligns very well with the passive investors in those deals. Because the better the project does, the more they get paid. So they want the project to earn and make as much money as possible, which is what the investors want as well. All right, that wraps up our discussion about common concerns about passively investing and why those things shouldn't hold you back. But before we end today's episode, I want to discuss an exciting opportunity that we just launched. It's Ram Capital Fund One. We have launched a crowdfund for investors just like yourself to be able to come join us, me and Andy Ramirez, as experts who have been buying and flipping and owner financing single family houses in the Texas market for years and years and years. You can check out the investment opportunity in the show notes, and we're happy to answer any questions that you have and go from there. So we will catch you on the next episode. Have a good one. Surprisingly, most of the agents we speak with got into real estate hoping to gain passive income and become work optional. However, only one in five ever start investing. Most are simply too afraid to start. Once you get educated by listening to this show, you'll be able to overcome that fear and become the one in five who are finding financial freedom. Don't miss a single episode. If you want to stay up to date, the best way is to make sure you're subscribed. So if you haven't done that, go ahead and do it now. And we'll catch you on the next episode.